0: Hi everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name is Arianna. And I'm Wanda. It feels like a very, very long time since we've sat down. It's years. It's like, I think a month. It's years. It's been a hot second.
1: I'm
0: 112. But we are back. We're happy to be here. We're happy that you are. Are we happy
1: to be here? I mean, I am. Okay, good. I'm happy to be here. I'm never happy to be anywhere, so. I'm happy to be here, and I've
0: been struggling anxiety-wise recently, which I did talk about on my social media <laughs> the other day. I just something
1: completely different.
0: That's fine. Um,
1: but yeah, I have been struggling anxiety-wise. I'm not laughing at her anxiety, just let everybody know. No. I'm just laughing. You know how you get those random thoughts in your head, yeah. and you can't shake them? Yes, I think a lot of random thoughts often, but I'm doing Okay getting
0: better and I do promise to share more of my anxiety journey with everybody Um, that cares because I know some people as they told me yesterday they really don't care but I think it's funny when an actual person with a diagnosed issue has a problem that you don't care about but you'll care about like someone that felt the need to like film themselves crying and like giving the peace sign in the mirror anyway I digress Today we're going to be doing one of our favorite things to talk about, which is TV shows that we have finished watching. Now this is going to be broken up into several parts, several categories, and this does not include literally everything, because some of the things we are continuing to watch, there's like two shows that we just started that we're continuing
1: to watch, they're still um, airing every week. What we do and how we pick them is once we finish a show for that series, for that year, For that season, then we put it down on our list and we talk about it. And we want everybody to know, again, these are our opinions. If you love the show or you hate the show, you have every right. We're just telling you, in case you haven't seen the show, you just want our opinion, or because you love us and you just want to hear us talk about stuff. Now, I do want to start
0: off by saying that we're going to be doing regular shows now, and this includes like streaming and regular television. It does not include um, reality shows. That will be totally
1: separate. And it does not include, of course, our crime shows. Right. Because those will be done live on our crime series. So, again,
0: it's not going to include those things. This is also not going to include Stranger Things for two reasons. One, we still have two or three episodes left um, in the first volume of season four. And we're actually going to do, like, a whole thing and add that to our TV shows once the second part of season four comes out in July. Exactly. So that comes out 30 days from today. So around... Um, The middle of July, we'll talk about Stranger Things, but we are happy that it's back and it's very good. With that being said, we are going to jump right into it again. As she already said, these are just our opinions. We're not being rude or critical. Just again, different strokes, different folks. Let's get into it. What's the first show? Okay, the first
1: show we have is a show called Minx. Um, Now I'm going to start a little bit about this because I believe Minx was based on the, the actual, it's about a magazine. It's about a man who runs a company of porno magazines and a young woman who in the 60s, early 70s is a feminist moving into the 70s and 80s. She's a feminist. She's a writer. She's very opinionated. She wants a story told sort of in the vein of Gloria Steinem. Okay. Um. I believe this is based on the book on the magazine Playgirl, which came around at that time, which was the first time that a centerfold of a completely naked man, full frontal, had been seen. Burt Reynolds did a spread in Playgirl uh, in um, Cosmopolitan for Helen Gurley Brown, and several people did. I believe Lionel Wagner did that. He was on the Carol Burnett show. Uh, it's a little vague to me because I was quite young. But I do remember when Playgirl came out. First of all, it came out in a brown wrapper. Second of all, um, as I said, it was the first time that women had the ability to see porn, what I deemed tastefully because it was just merely a centerfold of a man, full frontal. um, And then it was a story about him, what his background was. Unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know how you want to address this. I remember two centerfolds in particular one is Ted Turner <laughs> don't know why I remember him but I do okay and another one was a man who was a doctor and he was very good-looking I remember all the girls were just Google gaga over this doctor like so they were professionals they weren't actual porn stars they were construction workers lawyers doctors flight attendants pilots Um. All of those things. And I believe Minx is based on Playgirl and how at that point there had not been any equality as far as tasteful, since we consider Playboy tasteful porn, there was none of that for women. Um,
0: I remember specifically being like 15 years old. And I don't remember where we were in the city, but I do think it was again Playgirl and Chris Carmack was on the cover.
1: Possibly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he was um, on the OC. He okay. played Marissa's ex-boyfriend on the OC. You can like look it up and whatever. Um, I like we're gonna get into the show aspect. First of all, you should know there is um a ton of like dicks in the show. Like yes. you are fully seeing dicks again. It is on HBO, so I don't know if HBO has like a stunt dick quota. Um, you know, with Euphoria or and everything, or it's natural. We know the dicks on Euphoria are stunt dicks, but I don't know if these are stunt don't dicks natural, or not. just make
1: you go. No, I wasn't disappointed. There was no one. I am dick disappointed. I Let see me tell you show. what. It has not, it's not a question of uh-huh. wanting to see someone's um, dick in particular. For me, it is more about if you want to be full frontal, be full frontal. Like own it, own it. Women are required. We don't have stunt tits. Uh they actually do have that and I think it, I think it allows for different things, you know, industry wise. Again. Rarely do I think it's stunt tits because have you seen these girls? It's basically fried eggs out of a carton.
0: I mean it really is. Who's gonna
1: stunt flat pancakes? Come on. I did really like the show.
0: I think it has a good message. I think it again is coming out at a good time because we seem to be like regressing as a country, just like in general. So it it feels very relevant, even though it's a show that took place, you know, a long time ago.
1: And the fact is, they handle it gingerly, and it's funny. It's not a serious show. You know, they make light of it. They don't make light of feminism, but they make light of the fact that people are, you know, naked and running around naked. And the characters are very good together. That's a good ensemble mm-hmm. cast, a nice mix. I think it's a fun show. Um, are you going to come away feeling upset? I doubt it. No. Unless, of course, you don't like to see naked people and that, you know, you find offensive. But all in all, it's a fun show. And it is. it does have a very strong message of how feminism was constantly an issue of equality. Um I do have a question for you. Do you have conversations with friends on there? I do not. Okay.
0: So we will do that one next, just cause okay. I thought of it because we did finish it. So next is Conversations with Friends. It streams on Hulu. It um there's lots of people in the show but it stars Joe Alwyn. Most people know Joe Alwyn is Taylor Swift's boyfriend. But this show is really good. It's really interesting. It is about a two girls. They, at one point, had a romantic relationship early on in life. They one are One of
1: the girls is bisexual, one of them is not. Right.
0: One is fully a lesbian, one is bisexual. Um, they had a relationship when they were younger. They don't really anymore now. They're just really good friends. They meet this other couple, Joe Alwyn and his actual wife, and they sort of... Well, the one girl has a little something going on with the wife, and the other girl has something that goes on with Joe Alwyn. We are not, again, going to give away any spoilers, but it's a very interesting show. It's a very interesting concept. It's made by the same um, person that did Ordinary People, and you guys know how much we loved Ordinary People. Uh, Similar sort
1: of vibe to it. It's a frustrating storyline at some points. I do think, though, the ending, and we won't tell you the ending, Mm -hmm. the ending isn't as frustrating as when they leave you with normal people. That is always frustrating at the end. This was a kind of like, oh, okay, possibility of hope. Yeah. That's
0: where it goes. I don't know if there's going to be a second season. There's nothing been confirmed or anything. But this is a really good show. Again, if you want to see tits and ass and you don't really see dick.
1: You see a lot of. You don't really see Joe Owens' penis. No, no. you do see a lot of his ass. And legs. And And legs and stuff. Almost his penis. Yeah. But again, it's a very interesting concept. Um, I like the idea of the way they explored it. It was tasteful. It was tactful. Uh, There's some other underlying issues Mm -hmm. that go on within the families of each of them. There are some um, hidden and until certain points you don't realize... That they do have some illnesses, a bunch of them that they suffer yes. from. Some of them being mental, some of them being physical. So I like that they brought that into it to give it a more of a substance feel, more than just like having an affair. What I like about that show
0: and. Um, is it normal people or ordinary people? Normal people, I think. Whatever that show is. I don't know what I, I said it's the first normal
1: time.
0: Normal people. Um, The the storylines and the acting is very authentic. It feels very real. There's nothing that you watch is like, oh, that's so unrealistic. Oh, that could never happen. It's very real to life. You feel like you're watching your friends. And sometimes like I forget. I'm like,
1: wait, who did that happen to? And then I'm like, oh yeah,
0: that was a television show. So we do really like that again. It streams on Hulu and it's called Conversations with Friends.
1: Okay, the next one up is Life and Beth. I loved Life and Beth. This is also on Hulu, by the way. It stars two people that I adore. And I think this was, and it's based on reality of her life. So you wanna talk a little bit about that? So
0: the show is about um, Amy Schumer's character, but it is based off of Amy Schumer's life. I didn't know that she had, obviously her mother is still alive, Beth's mom does die in the show. That's the only spoiler I'm gonna give to you. But it sort of takes you through her her journey to like where she is and who she is now. What was really cool too is a lot of it was filmed on Long Island and places I know and places I've
1: grown up going to. So it was really um And cool. To she sing. eventually she has a boyfriend in the beginning who's basically a, a douchefuck boy. Yes. And then she meets someone who is so off the beaten path that you would never think anybody would be in love with. But it is played by the ever-wonderful... Michael Sarah, ...who I love. And he becomes such a beloved character. Like, you fall in love with him, and you begin to see, like, oh, I understand why she wants to be in a relationship with him. Because he's just delightful. Um, her sister, also a wonderful oh character. Oh, my God. Her
0: sister is so funny. Her father is played... By Michael Rapaport, and her mother is played by Laura Benanti. Laura Benanti is um, a Broadway star, and Michael Rapaport um, was previously on *A Typical*, and he's been on *Friends*
1: and a bunch of other shows. He's also been guest hosting the Wendy Williams show, right? And a lot of the supporting cast in this show, besides Love, uh, besides Beth and her boyfriend, are wonderful. The supporting cast is just as much beloved and just as much fun and just as exciting to watch and. Get to know. And you really get to, I feel like you really got to know the characters, and that's why you like it. I don't know if there's a second season, but um, I loved it. There is. Life and Beth was really something I recommend for everybody. There is going to be another season. Okay. It's A-plus show. And if you guys are watching this
0: instead of just listening, you've watched me get my dog a few times and put him down. If not, that's where I just went. Okay,
1: Okay, the next show that we're going to talk about is Severance. Okay. It stars someone I adore, Adam Scott. I love, 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 love Adam Scott. He's a wonderful character actor. I think he's very underrated. But I will tell you, I absolutely positively hated this show. Okay, so I have a little bit of a different opinion.
0: First of all, I was the first person in my entire friend group, and I believe on a lot of social media, to actually watch this show. I watched it since, like, it started. I did watch it because I know my mom loves Adam Scott. I actually really do like this show. It I will again, we're not gonna give any spoilers. It's well, you can on just space, don't. yeah. It's on um, Apple Plus. So if you have Apple Plus, watch it. It I do think it's good. I get though why she doesn't like I it. I will
1: explain why I didn't like it.
0: It is about it's a whole town basically, and everyone works for this place called uh, Lumen. And you undergo a procedure when you go to work there called severance. When you are at work, you only know your work life. You don't know who you are outside of work. And when you are outside of work, you don't know anybody that you work with. You don't know what you do. So, like, you could literally be running into your... You know you work, though. Right. You know you work there. You agree to undergo this... And every day, it's it's sort of like you never left, even though you did, because you only remember. What they have like work. what's known as your
1: inny life and your outy life. Your inny right. life is your work life. Outy life is your outside, obviously. Now, I was like, I didn't like it. I found it sometimes a little confusing. It is. I found it frustrating. Um anything and, and again this is not this is a kind of a spoiler, but not really. It's sort of like entrapment. Anything where I feel people are entrapped or can't get out of a situation brings me anxiety and I have a hard time then like fighting against the fact that it's just a television show and that there will be resolution. For me, I want the resolution then. Now uh-huh. I want to be like, I want to know that this can end when it wants to end, etc. I also found that a lot of the episodes lack in keeping my interest and also kind of laggy and you really have to, have to attention. pay mm-hmm. attention also too they're not very long episodes
0: right. but they do feel long because it's a very heavy dark storyline and, and what the go characters go
1: through yeah you're either in one place or the other place and there's not much after that it's the job you're sort your of
0: i guess make you feel like how the
1: people you would feel, feel right. and i didn't like the feeling that's, that's what i basically think it is and that's why i didn't like it but I don't say you shouldn't watch it. I definitely think you should watch it. And it will it and have a second season. Okay. The next show we're going to talk about is Roar. Okay. That is also an Apple Plus show. Uh, Roar had the same feeling as Black Mirror. Yeah. It's lots of little vignettes. Um, I thought some of the vignettes were highly entertaining, where I was like, "Whoa, that's a hoot," and some of the others, I was like, "This is bizarre and ridiculous." Some of them and frustrating. There's a specific one with a duck. That that was the worst one of all. I'm sorry, that gets my hands down worst, worst one most ridiculous I mean, thing. Like, and I, I just not only is it bothersome to me, but Yeah, for okay, many reasons. For many reasons. I am an anim- animal lover, an advocate, and to me it kind of went on the almost bestiality. Oh no, thing. it like
0: was. It like literally was. Just a little spoiler alert, she does in fact have sex with a duck. It's
1: weird so weird
0: i didn't particularly care for this show i like she said i think that there are some
1: episodes that were interesting yeah well you you at the end of it we were like "Whoa, that was cool yeah (laughs) or wow that was something but um for the most part no it wasn't as i guess engaging as black mirror is this was but again you see i didn't find black mirror all that engaging and i didn't love that either so for me it's kind of on the same scale okay Yeah, again,
0: Apple Plus. I don't know if it's going to have another season.
1: It was weird. Moving on. Gilded Age. Now, I love anything and everything that takes place in New York, and I love that time period. You know, a time period when manners mattered, when things were done with proper intent, when etiquette mattered. I love to see that because I see it absolutely positively nowhere anymore. Um, Also, you know, the characters on there. You have Miss Baranski there, who's just delightful. You have Cynthia Nixon, just delightful. Um, I love their characters. I think they develop their characters very well. You get to know a lot of them are real characters that did live in New York during the Gilded Age, and some of them are made up. But um, the ones that are made up are not really made up. They're just based on someone else, but they don't use their names. Right.
0: Again, this show is on HBO Max, um, I am not like a lover of this sounds really bad. I don't really necessarily want to be educated by like what I'm watching on TV. I sort of like more mindless stuff. I don't usually like period dramas except for like Downton Abbey, you guys know the drill. But I did really like this. It's very interesting. It's interesting to see like what New York City developed from. Right.
1: That's I think that's That I think is the most is, yeah. interesting
0: thing especially being someone who, I mean, I wasn't born in New York City, but I grew up going into the city. I think it's interesting to see what,
1: like, Central Park looked like at that time. Or, like, what's now and Brownstones were mansions. Yeah, so I think that you can see it, and you can look at New York and go, oh, I get it. I get how this all became this. Yeah. And I think that's the fun part about it. I definitely recommend you watch it, especially if you're a fan of Bridgerton or Downton Abbey. It is New York in that heyday, in that time, and what develops. And it will have a second season. So there you go. Speaking of which, our next um, show is Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Sure. I loved the first season of Bridgerton. It wasn't because he was good-looking and naked that had nothing to do with it. I loved their storyline. I loved that the, the chase of the two of them and how it ended up. Um, I loved most of the characters in it. I started off the second season of Bridgerton hating it. Like, I have to tell you, the first three to four episodes, I was like, ugh, I want out of this. I thought the storyline was was weak. Um, now knowing who the gossip is bothered me. I think they revealed it too soon. I do too. And I, I don't know if it should have ever been revealed. Wouldn't that have been more exciting I to mean, never
0: know? If you guys don't know, Bridgerton, first of all, it streams on Netflix, and it is based off of the Bridgerton series. You can actually read it. I do believe that there are major holes from the book to TV, which happens all the time when they do right. book to movie. Normal, normal stuff. Um, I don't know if she is ever revealed. I believe she is anyway.
1: But I just think that would have been so For much more TV exciting. For TV purposes? So much more exciting. Um, or wait till the end, like I they grew didn't gossip. I to early. actually, at the end, be happier about the season, but it was not what the first season was. And I do believe a lot of it had to do with the fact that the other characters in the first season were very developed. And I feel like in this season, the girl that he almost marries, if, if you don't know the spoiler. Hold on. To okay. stop, I think that the, the girl that he does get involved with in the second season, she seems way too, she seems like almost a, a teenager. You know, like 13, 14. She the original doesn't, one? Yes. Edwina? Edwina seems like she's 13 or 14 yeah. years old. And I couldn't see them together because he seems so mature. And it just wasn't working for me. Um, the sister was a much stronger character. I know she was supposed to be. But I think that's part of where it lacked is you couldn't mm-hmm. wrap your head around this first girl, and I just felt like they came in, this happened, and then I
0: think that if the intention was to always have these two characters, the the Sharma sisters, they should have been somewhere in the first season. I think it would have developed them a bit better. I, though, on the other hand, did not like the first season of Bridgerton, and I liked this season much better. I do agree that the first two episodes were rather, like, "Mm, I could have done without it, but I did like this season much, much better. Everyone knows that was, like, my villain origin story on the internet. Like, I did not like the first season of Bridgerton. I did like the second season. I'm excited for the third season because I know they're gonna develop the relationship between Penelope and Colin. Okay. I think that's gonna be interesting to see. I have absolutely and I love the girl
1: who plays her. Yeah. I I don't see them being a couple. I don't see the interest here. I don't I know I'm gonna tell you now. If if not, I will definitely eat crow and eat my words. I will hate this season. Yeah, I I Worst think this than I think is the second one. Because as I said, as the season went on in the second one, I got to like it more. I and just more. like don't see what the interest would be
0: between Penelope and Colin. Like I once like you see, this is gonna be a spoiler for the second season, um Lord Bridgerton, Anthony. I see what he sees in Kate. You know, she's a, a pretty girl. She's a very strong character. I don't I don't get the Colin Penelope thing. And the thing it's weird. I think about
1: Penelope is what I don't like about her is her complete lack of confidence. And it's like all the time. It's all the time. And yet you're the one who started this whole thing and got everybody to talking about you. And all you should have so much confidence because you're a strong woman that was able to pull this off. Her lack of confidence really bothers which, me. Which, if you do think about it, says a lot about people that write and perpetuate gossip. Yes, it does. Maybe that's the hidden meaning all along. Yeah. Okay, moving right along. Our next show is Russian Doll. Also on Netflix. I adore, adore. Natasha Leone. Natasha Leon, Leon. I love her. I hated this season. I also hated Um, it. I liked aspects of it Uh here and there, glimmers of it. I, I spoke with many people that I'm friends with on Facebook who are like, oh God, I can't believe I sat through that and this happened. I, really I now don't like know it. someone who is sitting through it again to try and see if she likes it better because now she kind of knows what's going on. The back and forth, and if you don't and you haven't watched it yet, spoiler. They go back and forth, back and forth in time, many times in different eras. It's really hard to follow. It isn't like the first season. And if you haven't seen the first season, it is about a woman who repeats her own death. Over and over and over again. Specifically on her birthday. Specifically on her birthday. But it was very easy to follow because it was consistent. The second season was not consistent at all. It's back and forth, back and forth to different eras, different times, different people. It's hard to follow who they were at that time, who they are now, who they become. It was so, so difficult. Yeah. And... um. I didn't even really enjoy the ending. I really think this was a miss for me. I didn't
0: like the ending at all. I also will agree with her. I did not like the season at all. And I love Natasha Leone And I don't know what, I don't think there's going to be any more Russian doll. But, like, this was not it. This was, like, bad. Like, I can't even find, like, a good aspect of it. I hated how it ended. And, like, we've not ever gotten to realize, like, why is she always time travel.
1: And dying. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Obviously, she has to do this to complete something for someone mm-hmm. as well as herself. But anyway, on to another show that, of course, we I didn't think I'd have any interest in, and I adore this show. And it is not just because I love one of the main characters, but it is Tokyo Vice.
0: Okay, so Tokyo Vice is on HBO Max, and um, it's based off of an American journalist goes over to Tokyo to sort of explore...
1: Um, the whole like underbelly crime. Sort of like the mafia of Tokyo. Right. And um, what's interesting about it is, I think he flees from the United States for in his a variety home, of reasons. For a variety of reasons. They will reveal themselves as the show goes on. It, of course, stars Ansel Elgort. Um, take away all of what you think you know about Ansel and all of what you've read because nothing's been proven. This is, he's a wonderful force in this show. The other people in the show that play the Tokyo Mafia are phenomenal. Everybody in the cast. It is such a wonderfully
0: cast show. And you
1: get hooked pretty quickly. And you see how journalism plays a large part in what is said, what is printed, and what they find out, and what they actually tell you they find out. Yeah, it's a very good show. I definitely recommend it. Um, it's cool to see how other people live. Ten out of ten. It's cool to see how an American would be in Tokyo mm-hmm. and vice versa. Very, very cool story. And it has other underlying stories besides Ansel's main character of being a journalist. Mm-hmm. Our next show is Sweet Magnolias.
0: Yeah, we actually finished that a while back. We've been collecting this list for a little bit. And I'm sure even now sitting here, I'm like, oh, did we did we miss anything? I liked the second season. I think it answered a lot of questions. I think it developed some more interesting storylines. I did hear I think
1: it got picked up for another season. Um, I liked it. I liked the first season. I liked the second season. It's it's an easy to watch sort of show. show. It's not one of those shows where I'm like, you gotta see this. Yeah, definitely not. Okay, you know, if you want to watch something, you want to see a filler show. It's sort of like a lifetime movie TV show, if that makes sense. Exactly. Um, It has its characters that I adore. It has its characters that I completely can't stand. Same. It has its characters where you're a little bit predictable. But it's like a small town and the stories of what goes on in a sweet little town where it's, okay, it's reminiscent of Gilmore Girls without the grit. There's no grit. Yeah, there's no grit. It's
0: very... Gilmore Girls
1: had a little bit more bite to it. It's very surface. Um, the next show we watched was Julia, which is about Julia Child, obviously. It's on HBO Max. Um, it stars someone who's not Julia, but I have to talk about them because I just love this person, and that's Bibi Newareth. If you don't know who Bibi Newarith is, she is a Broadway sensation. She is probably most known to everybody else as Lilith in Frasier. She plays his wife. Um, if you don't know, Lilith is the wife of the devil and that's what makes her so wonderful and if you didn't know anything about frasier you should watch frasier and cheers just for lilith alone because she's iconic she's also very much in the background here but very much to the forefront she's supposed to you know what i mean like mm-hmm. she's supposed to be background but immediately in the show julia you notice her you like her you enjoy everything about her
0: um is that who plays julia I don't know. Oh, I looked it up, right? And she's, I think she's British, but... I don't
1: know. Um, I, But she's good. She's yeah, very she's good. very good. And ironically, the man who plays Julia's husband was on Frasier, and he plays Frasier's brother, and that's, um, what's his name? Oh, my God. I feel so bad that we can't remember their names. That's okay. You can look
0: it up. But I did also really like the show. I didn't know a ton about Julia Childs other than I saw the movie Julia, Julia, which is with um, Meryl Streep and Amy Adams. I love that movie, too. And I yeah. really liked this. It's very. was
1: just a fascinating person. Yeah. She's very interesting. And you don't realize like she's got so many things going on in her life and there is turmoil and there's no confidence. And you think, how could someone who literally set the world of chefs and watching chefs on TV like we do every day now, she's this, she's the pioneer. She paved the way for all of these people and she lived a very complicated life. So I yeah. definitely say yes, watch it. It's a really it's a really really good show three more shows three more Um, one is is a show that we absolutely loved and I know we have kind of the same opinion about this is of course Grace and Frankie yes starring Jane Fonda Lily Tomlin what's that guy uh, Peter Gallagher (laughs) Peter Gallagher's a friend I adore him (laughs) and um, a cast of other really really wonderful characters uh, Brooklyn Decker um other people that you can look up on IMDb. <laughs> I just ones that are coming yeah. to me in character. So if you haven't watched Grace and Frankie, it is about two couples on Netflix. who are married. <laughs> uh, they divorce because their husbands are gay with each other. They get married. And Grace and Frankie then are almost forced to live together. Previously to that, when they were married to their husbands, their husbands were friends. They were not. Yeah, they, they did, did not, not get like along. each other. But they move into the beach house that Grace mm-hmm. does. Grace own it yeah, or Frankie owns it's, it's Grace's. Grace owns it. No, Frankie owns it. I think mm. no? that
0: wouldn't know because remember, like right, they each okay. had their own houses, and that was the beach house. Okay, so yeah. they move
1: into the beach house, and they do get into crazy shenanigans of older women and their families, and their families are crazy and complicated and zany, and they make inventions together, and they get into all kinds of stuff, and they're they're of course their estranged husbands are now married to each other, so there's that bond. Um, and this was the final season. So the final season aired um, in two parts, obviously
0: because of COVID. So you got like four episodes almost about a year ago and then got the remainder a couple of weeks ago. The only thing, again, without giving away spoilers, is I did like the final moments of it, of seeing them happy on the beach and everything together. I just didn't like that they still had to go into women aging and becoming, like, disabled and forgetful and not being able to do certain things anymore. And I felt like Grace and Frankie was the personification of women at any age can do anything. And I felt like they were... And it hurt were, me to see Yeah, that.
1: I felt like they were the poster child for, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how old you are, we are beautiful and strong and cool and valuable. And they kind of made it go... In certain aspects. I mean, they didn't totally, like, sink it. Like,
0: they no. didn't kill anybody, which I did like. I also didn't like they made one of the husbands have, like, a little issue that I didn't think was necessary either. Yeah, we wanted but to see them
1: go out the way we saw them come in. I did As like the final moments,
0: though. I thought that was cute. I thought that was sweet.
1: Yeah.
0: But I Definitely. digress. It's still a great show. I thought some of the episodes near the end were a bit lackluster, but right.
1: just but, you me. Know, again, it's always hard Still to love it. To have any serious continuum is tough. Um, Our next show is The Wild. That's on Amazon Prime. Um, This continued the story
0: of the girls who were in the plane wreck, but it's not actually a plane wreck. It's like an experiment. And it also reveals that they now
1: do it with boys. Right. Um, Again, this show also a good show. It is a good show. an amazing premise. Great actors and actresses on all fronts. Uh, very easy to get attached to different characters on here. Yes. Very easy to follow the plot and the, the line of what's going on. You still don't know at the end of this season what exactly is going on. Other than somewhat of, of a better yeah. idea. Um, what I did like about it is it most of the time keeps your interest. Mm-hmm. What I didn't like about it is they brought in the boys. And I think they should have kind of finished, finished up girls. with the girls first, then brought in the boys, and then you will see at the end, I'm not going to spoil yeah. how they intertwine. And I think that would have been fine, but I still think it should have been just the girls yeah. and then the boys. The going back between the boys it and the was girls, a little... again, one of those things where you're like, Stop doing this, I'm getting confused. It was a little
0: unnecessary, a little confusing. I do love that the characters are such strongly developed characters... All of them, the boys, the girls. I also didn't care for the fact for how soon you introduced the boys into it. I didn't yeah. think. I thought that could have been a whole third season instead right. of right. shoving it in with the second. but or again, at least the
1: last few episodes, right. not the But beginning.
0: again, I guess I can kind of understand. It is a good show. In my opinion, it's 100% better than Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets disappoints me on a way like I can't even talk and about. Yellow
1: Jackets is really kind of... Ugh. It's very weird. This is this, this is strange, These things, not great things always happen, mm-hmm. but you understand how and why they happen. Absolutely. And our last and final show that we're going to talk about today is The Flight Attendant, starring Kaylee, Clo- Clay- Kaylee Co- Cloco. Cloca. Kaylee Cloco? Cloco. Kaylee Cloco, who we love. She's a phenomenal actress. This, too, had the same reminiscence of the other things we complained about this season. She's constantly going back. It's like, forward, rewind, forward, rewind. I did, as a whole, enjoy the season. Mm-hmm. I love how they tied everything up. I like some of the finishes. I love her in this part. It's It was made for her, I think. I love her friends in it. Mm-hmm. All of them. It stars someone who I adore, and that's Rosie Perez. I love, 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 love her. She's phenomenal. Um, I do give the show a definite watch. If you haven't watched The Flight Attendant at all, it is about a girl who is obviously a flight attendant, and she has an alcoholic problem. And as the time goes on, you see that her alcoholic problem not only presents itself poorly, but then she gets a second job that you don't see coming that she really needs to be sober for. But uh-huh. she can't be because she's so highly stressed. Um, it explores her background with her family, her friends, her friends' families, people that she's come to, AA. All of these things get wrapped up into one. But at the end of the season, there was a lot more answers. And I did enjoy that they didn't leave you hanging if no. there's another season like, oh God, now what? You just kind of know, well, there's going to be something else, but I don't know what.
0: I, I don't know if there's going to be another season, but it did tie up everything nicely if in the event they didn't go ahead with the second season. Right. You don't have any sort of unanswered questions. They sort of, you know... Gave you all the information. I did really like the show. I think it's well cast. I think it's well written. There were a couple of episodes where I was like, eh, I don't think we needed to do that. But I think you'll find that with any show, even shows that I yeah. love or anybody loves, I think you'll always find that like, oh, yeah. you, we could have done without this part or this character or this yeah. or this or I that. think one out
1: of five shows, yeah. you'll love every episode and all the others are kind of like, yeah, I didn't like that episode. You know, even if you take iconic television shows like Friends, there's some episodes you're like, eh, wasn't that was not great. But this is fabulous. And um, I think we have a nice blend here. So if you want any more information about those shows, definitely look them up. We told you where you can find all of them. I would recommend watching any one of them. Just to form your own opinion. There is not one that I would say, oh, my God, pass it completely. And in general, I would never say to somebody, like,
0: don't watch it. It's terrible because, like, you're terrible might be someone else's great. Right. I mean, you did hear a couple of the shows we did have different opinions on. And I think that just shows you that differences are okay. Again, they're totally just our opinion. So we will be back in probably a couple of days, I would say, with the next part, which would be Mm -hmm. the reality and then – All of the crime shows that we watched are going to be part of this. So we are right now wrapping up. We finished the Staircase 13 episode documentary, and we're finishing up because it airs weekly the Staircase regular TV show that's on. That one's called The Stairway. No, they're both called The Staircase. Are you sure? They're both called The Staircase. staircase It's because you keep calling it two different things. They're (laughs) both called The Staircase. Um,. Those are really good. And we have two other crime shows that we're going to release the names of those that we watched. But they will be part of our, like, crime series, as we've done and talked about in the past. So let us know if you watch any of these shows. Let us know if you want to watch any of these shows or just what you're watching in general.
1: We're always looking for recommendations. Always and, um, looking for new stuff. We've watched some movies recently. We're going to be talking about those probably later as the summer goes. And, of course, you will see us back on Saturday for our regular Q&A. Q&A we'll be back for that so again you can ask us any
0: questions about any of these shows or tell us we do love to hear all of that stuff so with that being said please connect with us wherever you listen to podcasts we post new episodes all the time subscribe to the youtube channel you can visit our website and you can follow us both on social media individually we're just as fun i promise
1: um we yeah. also want to remind you this is pride month yes uh, we always do a celebration for pride and month, we will be doing and we'll it be celebrating a, a particular pride day we will let you know when that is and that you can celebrate along with us. We are currently also watching the New York Rangers, who have advanced to the next round. The Eastern Conference Finals. Who slaughtered the Tampa Bay Lightning last night. We are so mm-hmm. proud of them. We wish them luck, and we wish that everybody keeps safe during um, this series and no one comes away seriously ill or seriously hurt. Um, and that's about it. That's all that's basically going on. We hope you had a nice Memorial Day weekend, although it is a somber holiday, and that you did remember the right reasons for it. And on top of everything else, we wish you a great weekend.
0: So again, we will see everybody for our live Q&A on Saturday as always. Until next time, everyone. Have a great day and stay cozy.